0: Oh, yeah. Welcome to the Degenerate and the SDI podcast. Uh, we uh, we thought we were going to call it the Degenerate the Jew, but then circumstances have changed for the otherwise.
1: Yeah, thanks, Beast. Now I'm SDI. Thanks to you. You put it on the airwaves, and now we're going to go with that.
0: Yeah, Beast, by the way, he works on the AM790 and FM1043, AC2, the ticket here in South Florida. Also, that's where I work there, but we're just uh, starting the side podcast. You know, we're taping it now. It's before the NBA Finals.
1: Yeah, it's 8-20, so we got about 40, 40 minutes or so before the Raptors win in six. Oh, they're already, already declaring the Raptors in six. Yeah, I think no Durant for four games. And, you know, teams that fall apart, they always fall apart before they fall apart. So Durant's leaving. Clay's going to the Lakers. The Warriors are done.
0: Now, it may seem like, you know, we're speaking far away into the microphone. We are working off of one microphone here. We're hoping that's the change for the future. But uh, I just felt I just punted. I could have probably gotten us a second microphone, but I said, you know what? Let me just play it safe and let's not, you know, we, we got to make sure this podcast goes on the air.
1: Yeah, but nobody's listening to us for the technical stuff. So let's get to the sports stuff.
0: Well, you know what? That's what. We, are we doing sports? Like I thought we were gonna. Uh, I mean, it's just it's gonna be a free for all, whatever podcast. But like, you know, I know you got takes to get out there. Yeah, I know it's
1: gonna be sports based. We'll we'll go where we go, but
0: you, you want to start with what happened last night? But, I mean, I know we some people will maybe listening to the podcast deep into the future. But last night, last night being May the 30th of 2019, just in case some time in 2025, someone wants to listen to the podcast.
1: Robbie, sorry to correct you, but last night was May 29th. Was it for real? Yeah,
0: today's the 30th. Oh, you're right. But it doesn't matter. Somebody, listens, somebody could be listening to the podcast on the 31st. So so on the day of May 29th, 2019, it was a Marlins baseball game uh, against the uh, San Francisco Giants at home at Marlins Park. And we went out there. And uh, things were things were flying. Macho Marlins Man was the star of that uh, that night. But I don't
1: know about that. I thought you were the star. Macho Marlins Man was just there, and everybody was there gravitating to you.
0: Well, I mean, I don't what are we gonna do? Well, you know what? You know what I've noticed? Like, yes, I, I've I've had, I've had people come up to me, and you know, want to take pictures of me, and you know, they go, oh, "Well, you're Robbie the Degenerate." But you know what? The common
1: trend of all of them is they're all dudes. Yeah. Not once. Yeah. Well. You've Got women don't listen to your show yeah. except for Jennifer. Oh,
0: well, I mean, she's a producer. Yeah, that's I was saying. Like, I've never once been approached by a hot chick saying, "Oh, you're Robbie with the degenerate." Actually, that's a little. Yeah, wrong. but you
1: work you work with Beast and Tobin. You've never worked with me. So yeah, not, sure. Now they're all coming approach you now.
0: Oh yeah, that's it. Well, that, that's what well, that's the point of this podcast. That's why that's why <laughs> yeah. I decided. You know what? We have
1: to do this podcast because
0: our only people that come up to me are dudes. Yeah. That doesn't
1: yeah, anything I mean, wrong with that. But no, but everybody loved you last night. It was really cool to see you. as somebody who's known you for a while and this is a friend who was. It was cool to see everybody, you know, appreciating all the hard work that I know that you go through, and appreciating and seeing it and going up to you. Uh, it was cool. It was fun to see. Now you know what was funny. We got into some conversations about. We got some conversations, all sorts of
0: conversations, whether it was ballpark dimensions, whether the infield shift and mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. batting averages. Yeah. But I think the most interesting conversation that struck up last uh, night or if you're listening sometime in the future, let's go back to May 29th of 2019. It was not, We're recording this on May the 30th of 2019. The event took place. I feel like a Law and Order episode.
1: Right. right, right,
0: right. <laughs> yeah. And, and um, so we well, saw that. Or a 30 for 30. Oh,
1: what, yeah. What if I told you on May 29th this uh, happened in Marlins Park at the Budweiser Bar? Oh,
0: yeah. I mean, there was so much, so many things
1: that happened at the uh, Budweiser Bar.
0: But. One of the things, this was seventh inning. You know, we may have had a couple tall tall boys in us, Mm -hmm. and nobody knows this except for us two. But we may have had some stuff before we got to the uh, to the ball game. We did a little uh, lay layup lines, as you will. Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah. yeah,
0: that may have happened. Nobody else knows that except that if you, or you only know that if you're going to be listening to this
1: podcast. I mean, I was. I knew I was going to meet the Beast, so I was a little nervous. So I got a few beers in me before but
0: that <laughs> Oh, yeah, you always want to have a few beers in before you meet the Beast. It's a general rule. <laughs> <laughs> but when we got to the seventh inning, so you can imagine, you know, there was some – so the conversation has gotten to a point where, you know, a couple. Of, we had a couple rounds in us. Seventh inning at Marlins Park at the Budweiser Bar in left center field. And I noticed uh, – well we didn't notice we've known for this whole time that Karius Trepski's grandson was playing left field for the San Francisco Giants yeah and then I'm like man there's a lot of the offspring of of, of of former great MLB players. Carlos Shuggs, he's a grandson. He doesn't apply to my question.
1: My boy Fernando Tatis Jr. I'm a Padre fan, for yeah. those who don't yeah. know, and my boy Fernando Tatis is one of them. I mean, I think with your initials, I think it's pretty obvious. Oh, yeah. San Diego oh, yeah. What else you have to root for? Everyone else moved. No, I mean, the goals, The goals, you know, oh, du- right. the Ducks minor league team. Oh, yeah, 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 I, yeah. I, you did have the flea. I got a funny story about that. Yeah. Uh, they're in the, the Calder Cup, and uh, they're playing Chicago, and the first time in Calder Cup history that a goalie scored a goal. And it was against the San Diego goals and that's San Diego sports for you. <laughs> that's, that's, that's so ironic. Yeah, it was weird. I don't know. I mean, I don't even know how it happened, but he got credit for the goal.
0: You have the fleet, too, but then they had to fold. Yeah. They didn't fold, but the league the They were
1: playing it for Yeah, them. well, thank God the Carolina Pan- uh, Hurricanes did not get to the Stanley Cup because that guy took my fleet away from uh, me. I so give me Team Petty? When yeah, you say Team petty, you know? Te- San Diego's yeah. got a lot of Team Petty. But we got the Padres. We got Tatis. And what you were going with, with, you know, I think you were going here with the Blue Jays having Biggio and Bichette and and uh, Guerrero Jr. Guerrero. Now, if
0: mean, you know, guys don't know who they'll be, Vladimir Guerrero Jr. Obviously, his dad was a long-time player, the Hall of Famer, Hall of Famer yeah. for both the uh, Expos and the Angels, and he's actually went, officially went to the Hall of Fame as a Montreal, well, not as a as an Angel. Mm-hmm. Uh, you have uh, Kevin Biggio, his dad Craig Biggio. long-time Hall of, Hall of Famer, all-time leader in hit by pitch for the yeah. uh, Houston Astros.
1: Amazing, yeah.
0: And you have. Uh, Beau Bichette, the, uh, Dante Bichette's son, back in the old uh, original days of the Colorado Rockies, they were mashing I, it. Out I of saw Coors a field.
1: lot of, I saw a lot of Dante Bichette. Oh yeah, Qualcomm and
0: Pekka. Maybe it wasn't Pekka. Did they so. hit it out? Did they hit it out of Co- uh, as Qualcomm as often as they did in the Coors
1: Field? Uh, yeah, I don't remember, but probably not as often. But he he, he crushed the. Produce. Funny
0: story about the, uh, those Colorado Rockies. People think Todd Helton, like you know, great career, Hall of Famer, mm-hmm. and he is. But if you dive deeper into the stats, you'll notice. His batting average at Coors Field is like three forty-five.
1: Yeah, is he a Hall of Famer?
0: I think he's he might well. I don't think he's been a retired for that long. Actually, no, he should be. He should be.
1: Yeah, maybe I don't he, think he
0: had any steroid uh,
1: connections whatsoever. No, yeah, maybe he's just one of those that he's not good enough to be a first ballot no, Hall of no, Famer, I, which is baloney. Because if you're a Hall of Famer, you're a Hall of Famer. But that's another conversation. So,
0: I Todd Helton. You know what his batting average away from Coors Field is?
1: No, I know his career batting average was. 316.
0: So you do the math. If his batting average at course Field, he didn't play anywhere else. He played all 17 of his years of running because he was wearing the jersey number 17, and he wore the number 17. You do the math. You probably can't do the math that quickly in your head. No, no way. No, no, no. But if his career average at home is 345, his career average on the road to get to 316, 287. Oh, wow. So he some may, some say he was aided by course Field. And you know he had a year – I know we're getting real nerdy here. we were supposed to get back to the kids of the 90s. But you know he had a year where he hit 372.
1: Yeah,
0: 2000. And he was fifth on the MVP voting.
1: Yeah, you know. I'm a, I'm a West Coast guy, so I know how that West Coast bias works.
0: I what mean, I know the steroid era was going. I don't think Bonds had hit seventy three yet. So,
1: who was the MVP that
0: year, Do you remember? I, I I think it might have been Jeff Kent, believe it or not. I know oh, Jeff. That's a West I, Coast guy, so. I know that's I know, right know Jeff.
1: My take
0: there. I know Jeff Kent snuck one in there, and it was Kent one,
1: Bonds two for the MVP voting. Yeah, no, I saw a lot of I saw a lot of Jeff Kent too and a lot of uh, a lot of Barry Bonds. So
0: there, well, while you're looking at this up, I'll get back to the point we were trying to make. We're going to do a lot of digressions here on this uh, Degenerate and SDI. Uh, SDI and the Degenerate podcast.
1: You're right, by the way. It is Jeff Kent number one, Boz number two, Piazza number three, Edmonds four.
0: And Todd Helton batting three seventy two for an
1: entire season. And he was number
0: five. And he was number and he was number five?
1: Oh, and we'll, we'll, we'll segue back to your conversation right here. Uh, number six in that MVP race was Vladimir Guerrero for the Expos.
0: Thank you for bringing us back on uh, track, Mr. Uh, SDI. That's what we were trying to get to you know, before we digressed. Yes, Vladimir Guerrero, his kid. He's playing for the Toronto Blue Jays. The Blue Blue Jays also have Kevin Biggio, uh, Biggio's song. You know, that's, that's how it all started. And then uh, Dante Bichette's kid, Bo Bichette. And there's also others like Fernando Tatis Jr. If you don't know, remember his dad, his dad once hit two grand slams in one inning. You also have the Padres off a guy named Ryan Weathers who was uh, – a you remember David Stormyweather is a reliever. That is his kid as well. And we also got Roger Clemens' kid. You also.
1: remember You remember Paul Quantro? Paul Quantro, the reliever. His son, his son Cal Quantro is now a starter for the Padres. <laughs> I, I could have believed. He's actually going to beat your Marlins this weekend.
0: That's, that's right. The Marlins will be in uh, San Diego this weekend. It's a wacky West Coast road trip, which
1: I'll, I'll get to that after we finish. Oh, Daniel. and then I got a good Vladimir Guerrero Jr. T- uh, oh, coming up soon oh, too. Oh, boy.
0: Like, is he still, he's not hitting. I know he's heating up now. He's not hitting in the one hundreds anymore.
1: Well, I just don't understand why this Vladimir Guerrero Junior. gets a video on MLB Network and ESPN, his dad giving him all these things, and why does Fernando Tatis Junior. get that? Is he is he back healthy? Because I remember he was on the. No, other no, list. he's not back healthy. But at the time when Guerrero Junior. did come up, uh, Tatis was but still. But I, I think it's ass. because
0: the dad. I mean, Fernando Tatis Sr. was a good player, but he's not. wasn't Vladimir Guerrero.
1: No, no, he's not Hall of Famer, no doubt about it. He did have the two grand slams in one inning.
0: Uh, mm-hmm. Vlad Sr. never did that. No, yeah, you're right. You're so right. my point I was trying to make at this baseball game last night, which is going to be the start of the uh, first ever podcast, <laughs> all traces back to a May 29th regular season baseball game at Marlins Park between the Marlins and the Giants.
1: Yeah, Robbie's beloved Marlins against my hated Giants.
0: So in the seventh inning, We've had we've had we we've obviously had some uh, stuff to drink before the game, stuff to drink during the game, and you do the math. The seventh inning, you know, conversations start getting weird. But I don't think this is that weird. I proposed a question. We talked about all these kids being all of, coming up through the majors at the exact same time of '90s superstars who we watched, and you got to go back to thinking what what went on in the '90s. Mm-hmm. You now people doing the steroids, so. I got to wonder, if you're on the juice, if you're on the steroids, and you reproduce the kid, does that kid already have the steroids built into his DNA?
1: Yeah, does he have the extra strength? That's a good point, because you don't see a lot of kids from before the 90s. You know, you have like June, Griffey Jr. and that, but there's not that many. Now there's a ton of them. Yeah,
0: the, I mean, they're all over the place. You, know, yeah. you, have,
1: you, have, you, have, you have Barry Bonds, Bobby Bonds, you have Ken Griffey Jr., Ken Griffey Sr., but besides that, I mean, you have, what, the Boones, but... There's not many besides that.
0: I oh, with well, the uh, the Hairstons, if you want. The, yeah, they're, yeah, yeah. They're, I, actually, A couple
1: Jerry of those. and Scott both played for the Padres. San Diego kids, I think. But I, I mean that
0: that's that's a one father producing multiple kids. Right. And we're, this is we're talking about multiple fathers in no, the nineties. Pro- now
1: you're talking about a whole minor league system in Toronto that's all full of ex major leaguers.
0: So I got th- I got to wonder, like you know. Are are the are these kids like super steroid babies? Yeah, without I mean, actually being on steroids.
1: Yeah, even Roger Clemens kid, he's a he's a hitter now. He's not even a pitcher. <laughs> you, you see that the, the yeah, DNA work? The DNA still works. Yeah, I mean, you got you got first baseman and Roger Clemens's kid.
0: So, so so that that's some of the stuff that we we, we broke down yesterday or May twenty ninth two thousand nineteen. Yeah, we have no. to keep saying that date every time. when well, we maybe no, with no, future no, podcast. No, no.
1: But let's just say it now. If you're listening to this podcast, the story we're talking about—the Marlins game yesterday—is May twenty nine.
0: By the way, the Marlins won that game four to two against the uh, San Francisco Giants. Uh, I at the time I was—it uh, is Sergio Romo who closed with the Marlins against the former Giants. Yes. But at the time, I, you gotta imagine ninth inning. I may have
1: called it Tony Romo. <laughs> right. Also, also Sergio Romo, uh, former Rays starter.
0: Yeah. Open. Openers. Yeah. What? Well. And he he started pitcher eligible. Which by baseball. the way,
1: I, I'm I'm all for that. I think if if you're closer to your best pitcher, why not guarantee to get him in for an inning? The, uh, but
0: I actually really, it's not really anything to disagree about. It's just, I know there's some old school guys that
1: hate the opener. No, right, right. But, I mean, if your best pitcher happens to be your closer, then why why only use him when he's you're up by three, two, or one runs in the ninth inning? Why not use him to start the game?
0: I love how you uh, powered through that take. by the way, to a a racket of CD cases falling right on you.
1: Yeah, I mean, what, what are these CD things? Like, what was it? I mean, it what 1994? Yeah, I don't even know what this, this, this is CD is. They're this. still cool. People still use these. But hey, you know, they fell. They, what, croaked, what they cracked my iPhone screen case. But I,
0: I still, I, I still have a a DVD closet somewhere.
1: Oh no, no, uh, I got, I, don't, I, I have a DVD, Blu-ray DVD player somewhere in my closet, but I should probably get rid of that. I mean, you already have it. I mean, but the, I, okay, what, I, mean, I mean,
0: unless you got a solid. But you guys gonna get rid of it for nothing, and you already have the DVDs and the Blu-rays.
1: No, I don't have. A, I don't have. I don't have a single DVD. Yeah. It was back in the day when I was still getting Netflix DVDs delivered. Oh, old school. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Original Netflix user.
0: Funny, well, not so funny story, but funny and not so funny, to, depending on who you were or team you root for. But uh, one time, as a prank, using the Netflix uh, DVD thing, uh, back in my days at Flagler College. So if you're listening, that that was back in. Uh, it was between 2008 and 2012.
1: I was around. That's, there. that's Flagler in St. Augustine. St. August. not Correct. Flagler
0: Street in downtown. No, New no, they're
1: not. No, no. <laughs> <College>, Flagler, <laughs> Flagler Street College.
0: What? They have a rival, 8th Street College. <laughs> right, right, right. right. Yeah. Calle Ocho gets Flagler. You're right, no, <laughs> Hey, I bet you that's a good baseball rivalry. You know what? Yeah, you know what? We should, we should start that. Yeah, right? why not? We should, we should
1: we you can you can run the Flagler or run the Cayocho. Let's do it. I, I can do science with my with my hands. That's all baseball managers do anyway, right? Yeah, I mean, so.
0: Back then, so the, the guys at a prank, you know, I love the I Miami mean, Hurricanes. I mean, the Fiesta Bowl of 2003 was one of my worst sporting memories, Not maybe, maybe the worst of all time. So one time as a prank, and you know, I'm walking back into the, the Lewis lobby, which is the lobby of our dorm, and you walk in there. And uh, sure enough, they DVD, Netflix DVD, the, the, that game. And they were having, They had it playing on the big screen. Yeah,
1: that's the, uh, that's the uh, pass interference game?
0: Yep, yeah. Horrible
1: that's, a good, call. that's a good topic. Like, what were wh- sports experiences, I, I think, I mean, San Diego, I'm sure you I mean, have for, for me, not. I mean, not talking about the Chargers leaving, but I think the worst loss I've ever experienced was the 14-2 season when the, the Chargers lost a home playoff game to the Patriots. What, the, what the about Marlon, The Marlon McCree fumble after he intercepted. Uh, and, uh, oh, I'm, I'm going to blank out on the name, but he was a Patriots receiver who was playing corner. Troy, Troy Brown? Troy apparently. Brown, yeah, that's the, that's, the, that's, so, the, that's the guy. Yeah, McCree fumbles, and Troy Brown, a receiver playing defense, because he was, you know. Playing defense, so he knew how to do it. He stripped the ball, and Marlon McCree fumbled instead of going down, cost the Chargers that game. What
0: about the what about the uh, what about the, uh, the Matt Holiday steals a touchdown
1: plate game? Well, he has a home play, but that was a wild card game. That wasn't a playoff game. That was a, not even a wild card game. That was game one sixty three.
0: Yeah, that was technically they didn't have the wild card playoffs. And, and at back that there. point, I
1: mean, I don't think the Packers would have done much, uh, even if they would have won that game. But the, the Chargers fourteen and two, that best team in the league, and Marlon McCree falls down. They win that game. They're probably in the Super Bowl. The Chargers are probably still in San Diego.
0: Really, a Super Bowl would have kept them I mean, in they there?
1: Kept, a World Series appearance kept the Padres eh? there. That's got, right. 98? Wait, so they're
0: about to move in 98?
1: They think. weren't about to move, but Petco Park got approved simply because in 1998, they got to the World Series. Got swept by the Yankees, but they got there. And the owner of the Padres at the time was smart enough to put it on the ballot right away. Kobe and, Ovaris. Uh, Ike, Wally Joyner. Oh, uh, wow. uh, Kevin Eddy may, may rest Carlos peace. Hernandez was a catcher. Greg Vaughn, obviously, may he rest in peace. Tony Gwynn. Steve Finley was the center. there. I thought you were gonna say Greg Vaughn. What? No, 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 yeah. no, no, no. I mean, at least not that I've heard. Yeah. But uh, the shortstop was a guy named Chris Gomez, if if I remember correctly, and you know Joey. What if his kid is Carlos Gomez. <laughs> no, I don't. No, I don't think so. And uh, you had a uh, Kevin Brown, who was a mid mid season acquisition. It was awesome. Great pitcher. Well,
0: Kevin Brown, maybe maybe the best pitcher in of all time to not be in the Hall of Fame. Or
1: yeah, I mean, with the Padres, he only had a. You know, I mean, he's not, not saying he's a season. hall. Of, he's not saying he's a hall
0: of famer. Well, obviously, steroid guys aside, which is where this whole conversation started, yeah. but like as far as the the, the hall of very good, mm-hmm. and
1: uh, assuming you're putting the steroid guys into the hall of fame. Yeah, Kevin Brown's problem was probably, he, probably he, Kevin Brown might be the best pitcher. He took a lot of money from the Dodgers after he left San Diego. He was never
0: that good after that. And he, y- he before, took money from the Yanke- he took money from the Yankees. Yeah,
1: ninety seven World Series
0: champion with the Marlins. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, yeah, we got it from the Marlins. That's right.
0: And so yeah, look at all the shows already coming coming together.
1: Yeah, we got a lot of guys from Marlins: Trevor Hoffman, Kevin Brown, Chris Paddock. Oh, Chris Paddock. Well, <laughs> thankfully, he's not pitching uh, this, this weekend. No, no. But, uh, but
0: we, we got we got a uh, yeah. So that, that's that's what went down. Uh, we all we also got one of the sc- discover conversations about when is gambling going to become legal in Florida. You know, account. I mean, we gotta have that I mean,
1: happen. This is Robbie, the degenerate you're listening yes. to here. So he he does want to know.
0: I mean, because think about it, the only gambling you could do is like the shady websites, and it's hard to get paid. Uh, you know, what the
1: weird part is everything's legal in Florida except for gambling. It doesn't make any sense. We
0: went to Gulfstream a couple weeks yeah. ago. You know, bet on
1: the ponies. Which, by the way, though, I mean, we're going
0: going back next weekend, right, for the uh, Belmont.
1: Yeah, yeah, it should be fun. It should be a good time. I got a good story about Robbie, who the degenerate who uh, had never placed a bet. In his life, in person, until we went to Gulfstream. Yeah, yes, I know. All my, all my bets were in the Sadie variety. Yeah, no, he was in the, in the stands at Mark Light Stadium, and you know wherever you were. But this, you did it right, and you, you know. I, it was, fun. I, I
0: was hooked, man. I'm not, I'm not gonna lie. It's just been so convenient,
1: the machine is. Yeah. Uh, they
0: give you, they give you vouchers. You know, it gives you all the options to place Yeah, so Robert was doing trifectas. Trifectas.
1: Hey, yeah, you were doing a trifecta, and uh, you, you go, you run up to me and go, oh, I need ten cents to to, to complete it. You got ten cents. In. I had one I won one bet at that race I won a dollar eighty cents so I had eight dimes in my pocket so
0: oh, I, I, hit, I hit a nice exact um, and then you um, hit uh, it. Gulfstream races which by the way the first I'm gonna give a little secret though all you can only get by listening to this podcast it's a secret tip that I can't wait to go back and cash in on this tip uh June eighth, two 2019 because I know I'm sure someone's listening you know 70 years from now <laughs> who doesn't remember who won the Belmont in 2019, we don't know yet, but in June 8th of 2019, which is next, which is next weekend from when we are recording, it sounds like we're talking like we're back to the future. Right, <laughs> right, know? right.
1: Yeah. We're like making sure we, we don't want to disrupt the timeline. <laughs> but well, you know, nowadays you got You got to say it because everybody goes back and looks at it. So if we got a good take. If you got a good take, then let let people know that it was called 70 years earlier. Take that old takes exposed.
0: So to back to the super secret tip that you can only get here. So I noticed when I went to Gulfstream, first time, you know, on the back before they go out and race, they, they, they trot the ponies around. like Let everyone see what they look like, you know, how they're acting and stuff before you can place your bets in before they go out racing. And the first race, I'm like, there's a couple horses that were acting on. Ooh, I, I can't trust these horses. They're like they're like barking. They're not they're not walking right. Well, they're walking right, but they're like barking back at the guy holding the ropes down. They're acting real strange. Like these horses are going to be. They're not going to run the track properly. They're going to be. They're so not going to run in a straight line. I'm not going to bet those horses. Turns out those horses ended up winning one and two. So the next time I'm like, All they right.
1: look like they're ready to go. They want to yeah, get on the. Yeah. Want to get
0: on the track already. So the next time I'm like, the next race I'm like. Okay, these three horses—they're acting up. They're—they're they're acting up the most. They're not behaving. They're not walking properly. I'm gonna bet three these three horses, and I bet three horses in an exacta, which is a, just two of them have to finish in the top two. And that and that hit. That That's hit. the bet that hit. Mm-hmm. So now I, I finally figured out the trick. You bet the horses that were acting up. And another compadre of ours, uh, Nashville Matt, he suggested that maybe these uh, horses were the ones that were being roided up. Kind of going back to our. Story from the beginning.
1: Yeah, all right, but we got we got four minutes before the NBA's finals tip off, so let's, that's let's, right. Let's go with. We are pick. currently
0: at the present time of this recording. It is eight fifty six, two thousand. eight no, fifty six p.m. Thursday, May thirtieth, two thousand and nineteen.
1: I mentioned it earlier. I got Raptors in six. What about you? Raptors in seven. Seven. I don't right? like that we're both on the same side. Because, yeah. Well,
0: I also have a pending bet from earlier. This goes back to my degeneracy. I placed a bet before the playoffs. Mm-hmm. Which had the Golden State Warriors at minus two twenty five to win the title, or the field at plus one ninety to win the title, and I have an acting bet on the field, right, so I'm rooting for the Raptors, obviously. If
1: I'm, you didn't have that bet, would you take the Warriors or would you take the Raptors?
0: Ooh, I I I'd probably take. I'd probably still betting wise, you, the Raptors pay better than the Warriors
1: do. Right, but well, like, it's also why I would if I would have bet, I would have bet Draymond Green to be. Finals MVP. Oh, that you, get, plan, the ten, you yeah. get the ten to one. Oh, that that's a doozy. So I I, I would I would take that. I, even though I think the Raptors are going to win, it, but I wouldn't take Kawhi because you know the money's not going to be good enough.
0: And I so, yeah, yeah, I mean yeah, you got that. You got the uh, twenty-three to one to get a triple double by Steph Curry. Wow, this is a real degenerate podcast. We we're going we to turn into hardcore uh, gambling <laughs> sharks, especially. And we we have a we have a friend of ours. We won't say his name yet, but he is a wizard when it comes to horse uh, betting horses. And ne- next week's podcast which we don't know what date that's going to be, the specific date that's going to be. But it's going to be sometime in between uh, the 3rd of June, 2019, and the 7th of June, 2019. And, of course, the Belmont race itself is June the 8th of 2019. We have a whore, we have a guy who uh, who knows how to pick some winners. We're going to just cold call him out of the blue and see how yeah. it goes. Yeah, you know, he he's not even going to know.
1: We're not even going to tell him. We're going to call him and put it put, put the mic up on, on the call, and we'll see what he has to say. But – He's a guy who knows what he's talking about. So yeah, we 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 would pod for more, but
0: we gotta watch the finals. I mean, we gotta we gotta watch the finals. We have we're gonna get. I mean, uh, today was very sportsy, but I I think to in the future we're gonna like do a little mix because you know I want I want to eventually get to some stuff. That I I can't locally say on AM seven ninety FM one hundred four the ticket. That's the raw AM station down here. But I'm not obviously I'm not gonna go hog wild cursing left and right. But I have uh, some no there's no
1: dumb button here, Rob. Yeah, be careful. Button. Yeah.
0: It's a podcast. Like we want to talk about other random stuff. Like I struck cont- controversy today when I suggested that it's okay to eat the shell of the peanuts, and everybody's just all an outroar.
1: Like it's just a heinous thing to do. Yeah. So what I do, I, I like to suck the the shell, yeah. and uh, you know you get that salty flavor, and then uh, you uh, you eat the peanuts after. But I've never eaten the shell really no never eaten am it. I the only one <laughs> I mean I'm not I don't think you're absurd in doing it I just never even thought
0: about it well if given the preference I would rather eat the peanut without the shell which that in the perfect world mm-hmm. in most of the cases that's what I do however there is the occasion where like I'm struggling to get the peanut out of the peanut shell and it's like a rock hard shell so I'm like you know what I'm just gonna eat
1: it. no, you bite the shell I mean I put I put the shell in my mouth I bite it and then I, it's like it's like sunflower seeds almost
0: yeah it is it's just perfectly' yeah. it's perfectly yeah, okay there's right? nothing wrong with that we're going to talk about that, and who, who knows what's going into it. We do have the NBA Finals uh, coming up no. momentarily in this time of 2019, just in case anybody's listening in 2049,
1: 30 years from now. And we, we hope you enjoyed it. This is the first one. We'll be back next week for another one, and uh, let us know. And please listen and subscribe and resubscribe and all that fun stuff.
0: John, those steroid kids,
1: man. I'm yeah, telling you. Yeah, well, the hey, as long as it helps Sautis Jr. out, I'm okay with it. The degenerate. And wait, or we want to call it SDI the Degenerate. I don't know. Maybe we'll put it on the poll on our Twitter and everybody can let us know.
0: Well, yeah. So that way they can put a poll on a Twitter 30 years from now. Yeah.
1: Will, will Twitter even be alive 30 years from now? I think so. Facebook will, but Twitter will. Will they have an updated app where you can like well, – What would you?
0: What would Twitter be like 30 years from now? I have no idea. It's already – Like you can just tweet out videos without having a
1: camera? Yeah. I mean it's already a cesspool as it is, but oh, I, yeah. think it'll, I think it will still be around. I mean I got rid of mine. I'm yeah. still I'm behind the times. Yeah, but we'll have we'll have a Twitter handle for you guys next week for our show and just let us know and tweet it us. And, time and let us know and follow us and let us know what you think and we hope you enjoyed it.